Hey y'all, I want to welcome you to the Daily Dose of Vitamin D. I'm your host, Dora, and on this podcast, we discuss things like mental health, self-love, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and get a dose of this realness. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome, (laughs) y'all. We are back from a beautiful journey um getaway exploration experience experience we were on a beautiful experience where we experienced beautiful things out in saint lucia i mentioned before in our last podcast well my last podcast that we would be going away for a retreat um the journey we retreat nowhere but within (laughs) the journey beyond wellness hosted by Honorable Akeem Pierre, he did a wonderful job, and I just wanted today's podcast to be some of the gems that we discovered, things that came up for us, um, our individual experiences, and everything in between. So, Akeem, can you let the people know what the journey beyond wellness was, and what was the intention behind it? What a journey beyond wellness. Mm-hmm. Journey beyond wellness. Well, as you mentioned, it's a retreat that we have that takes place in Saint Lucia, and it's on the the healing lands of Honorable Priest Kailash. It's a rejuvenation center, and what he does is he's a herbal healer, and he has he welcomes people from all over the world to come and to work through different illnesses. Like if you're having problems. Uh, bearing a child as a female, like cancer, like all these different illnesses, he deals with it. And he basically opened up this space for me to host a retreat there because last time I was there, I was telling him how more people need to experience this. So it came from the idea of like, I was so blessed to have this experience that I wanted to be able to share with others. And I also, a big thing of mine is to not live behind the screen to not live behind the earplugs. I want to be able to connect with people face to face and I want to, you know, I want to like be able to touch them. I want to be able to see their facial expressions. So this retreat was built upon gathering my tribe, gathering our tribe from all over the world so we can connect and we can learn, grow and develop together and just, you know, strengthen our toolkit, our self-care toolkit as Dora likes to talk about. So when we go back into our regular life, we have that many more tools and we're that much more grounded and solid in our being. So others are, you know, they're going to be interested. They're going to be, be wondering what's been going on with us because, you know, we've been expanding at such a rapid rate. Mm-mm-mm. And expanded we did. We expanded. Um, tell us more about the experience. What were people doing on these magical lands? So, basically, it started off with um, just our gathering intentions, sharing. And then that evening, we started with our full body detox. So, we did a seven day full body detox that cleanses all your organs, all like cleanses you down to the cellular level. And from there, that was going on throughout the week. And throughout the week, we went on a couple excursions around St. Lucia. One is being the Sulphur Springs, 
which is an open, like an active volcano that you can drive into. And there's also these baths that are so rich in sulfur, it just smells like rotten eggs, but it's just so good for your skin, so good for your being. And that was one of the, the main parts of the, the journey. But while we were up in the mountain, we were connecting uh, for movement and mindfulness sessions. So we have Mark Roman, who was leading us through guided meditations, you know, getting us tuned in with the breath and you know, allowing us to connect to our higher self. And for me, I was running some movement sessions so we can connect to the body, connect to the physical, that vessel that we have carrying us around on this, these planes, and really just exploring the land and just talking and connecting with each other, having conscious conversations, or as they say in the Rastafari tradition, is reasonings, where we just talk and we just you know go go deep into whatever is on our mind and whatever spirit is is allowing to flow through us at the moment. Mm. And one thing that he mentioned was living off the land and. We got to experience firsthand like what truly organic food was. Not even organic. Like <laughs> organic is named after this. You know, there was a time when organic wasn't a thing. Mm. When you know the Rastafari started over sixty years ago, when they were banished to the hills and banished to the outskirts of the land that no one else wanted to go. That's the only place that they were able to survive where no one would bother them. And what they did there was they were able to live off the land and live in the most natural way possible. And that's what we got to experience beyond organic, beyond mm. vegan. Beyond wellness. Beyond yeah. wellness. <laughs> beyond <laughs> wellness. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, the food was next level. Um, alongside the priest was his empress or his wife and she was preparing a lot of our meals um, and we eat like we eat pretty well we're plant-based and we eat pretty good meals but just to be in in that setting and to eat the food like straight from where we were living and to just know that our food was made with so much intention and so much love it honestly made it taste like a thousand times better. Um, and that was something that we're trying to implement now, or, or what I'm trying to implement now, is really being more intentional about the foods that I'm making and more mindful and even just considering like the mood that I'm in when I'm creating the food. Because one thing that we learned out there was you can, the same energy that, you're feeling in your body that can be transferred to other things and if you're cooking food and you have like horrible thoughts or you're like even resenting the food that you're making or you really don't want to be doing this that can be transferred into your food and your food will become a reflection of that that will be transferred into your food yes um so maybe you can touch on that more about just being mindful not even about the foods that we consume or how we're preparing those foods but the thoughts that we think and how all of that plays a part with um with like our reality well a big theme of the retreat was about the power of your thoughts and how that's basically our most powerful tool that we have so 
with regards to food is just one way that we can apply this and this this way of having just pure thoughts based upon love gratitude and intention and caring and when you approach things with that kind of mindset you're just going to put another level of care into whatever it is that you do so when you approach your cooking with love gratitude and intention and you realize that this these this plant had to grow it used energy it had all these resources that it gathered up to make its life into something and then it gave its life to us and it's not something that you feel guilty for it's something that you feel gratitude for and you just you honor that so when you do use the food you bless it you know you're grateful for it you're grateful for it to to nourish your body for it to you know the essence of the herb to be to harmonize with your with your being because you truly are what you eat right and you are what you eat in the in the sense of if you eat kale you 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 kale becomes a part of you mm. right but also how that kale was grown becomes a part of you and that's why for me one of the reasons why I stopped eating meat was because you know you have whatever that meat Someone had to really kill that meat and you know go through that whole process of growing it and that whole process is brings a lot of you know uh, bad energy along so you know when you when you have that intention and that love and you approach that with your food then you know it just it just harmonizes and it becomes more fun and you know you start to not looking at food or cooking as a chore but you start to look at it as a as a tool to level yourself up and you know once you realize that everything that you do can be a tool for you to level yourself up then you know really becomes fun and nothing is a chore anymore and then you really are engulfed in in the process you're truly loving the process mhm i think for myself i know that i can cook and my mind can be elsewhere and then i'm just mindlessly cooking you ever experience that um not much anymore but before you did before i did but yeah i did i always had a certain intention in my cooking though i was cook i i'm a slow cooker mm-hmm. you know i cook really slow because i'm really enjoying the process of the the cooking of the food but what i can say is what i've added is an extra level of intention so while you're let's say using the mortar and pestle to grind the herbs you're actually saying love 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 you're actually saying it or you can just be actually thinking it to the food while you're cooking it so that just adds another level of intention into it and when you look at most of our food is water it's just mainly water right so that water has the ability to be to be molded and um the form of it is changed depending on the intention that we placed upon it so that's that's been proven you know when you when you put good on a our love on the outside of a bottle water bottle then you freeze it the crystals are different than if you put hate on it right so when we apply that process to the food that's our water that's in our food then we're going to get that harmonizing frequency within us. Mhm. Um 
So you are what you eat, and I also know that you are what you think. So what could you, Akeem, um, suggest to people who are wanting to switch their negative thoughts to positive talks? Like, what are some things that you do to counteract? Well, you just said it there. It's just switch your negative thoughts to positive ones. So one thing that Priest Kailash would say is scan your heavens. Right? Scan your heaven, scan your mind, scan your thoughts. And when you have a thought that you perceive as negative or not benefiting your purpose, then you just have to be creative and you take that negative thought and you replace it with a good one. So if you wake up in the morning and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm not good enough, you know, I'm not good enough for my new job, let's say, you're like, oh, I'm not ready to go to my new work. I'm, you know, I'm not ready for it. And you're like, okay, I don't like that thought. How can we create a better thought from that one? And you could say, I'm excited for the opportunity to start at a new job, which is going to challenge me and cause me to become that much better of a person, mm -hmm. right? So then you just have to be creative and in replacing of the negative thought with a positive one and take that time to scan it. And uh, one thing to, to think about is while you're thinking, whatever it is that you're thinking, like think about what it would be like to say that out loud with someone near you. Could you say that thought? Or is it something that you, you can't express, mm -hmm. right? And the, the idea, the goal is to have it so everything that you're thinking is something that you can say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't think you would think. Like, imagine if you, you know those, like, I don't know if you ever saw them, but you know those belts that people used to program and then they would have, like, <laughs> the little things written on them? Yeah. Like, imagine if what you were thinking was to, like, appear, like, on your shirt or something, you know, scrolling. I, I kind of th started thinking about that after he had mentioned that if you can't say it out loud, you shouldn't even be thinking it and kind of acting in that way. Um, another thing that I think helps for me is just being grateful um, and looking at things from like a point of gratitude. Like I don't want to wake up this morning, but just be grateful that you did, mm -hmm. right? Or saying like, I don't even want to go to work. It's like, be grateful and be thankful that you even have a job to go to and you have a, like a means of providing for yourself. Because a lot of people don't, right? Mm -hmm. You have anything else to add that goes with Just always gratitude, always <laughs> thankful, always like finding ways to show your gratitude right mm -hmm. what was it um replace your expectations with appreciation or gratitude and watch your life change instantly mm -hmm. that's the most the quickest way to make a change in your life mm. is just change that expectation into appreciation and you know your whole world changes like truly your whole perception of what you're doing changes which truly your perception is what forms your reality so if you change your perception you change your whole reality and that's able to be done instantly mm. 
What other downloads, what other things came up for you while you were out in the jungle on the retreat? Not only as a facilitator, but... The uploads that yeah. I got? uploads. <laughs> a lot of uploads, a lot. Um, one big one for me is just the importance of the words that we use <laughs> and being aware of what we're speaking because there's the meaning of a word of what we want it to mean but then there's the meaning behind it which sometimes it can get kind of like ah you're thinking about it too much or you're putting too much thought into it but you know as once again it's moving back to that intention and putting that intention with your words so a few words that were switched when you're when I was out there in St. Lucia it would be something like meal like they don't say meal because when you say me ill it's breaking it down to me ill like I'm ill meal me ill so they don't say meal they say feast right so now it's not oh, I'm 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 grateful for this me ill no I'm grateful for this feast and it just sounds that much more powerful. Mm -hmm. And they don't say, um, they don't say kid, or they, they don't say kid, they say child, because a kid is a baby goat, <laughs> right? That's what they call baby goats. And no one likes goats. They kill <laughs> goats and eat their meat, right? And leave the sheep, just shave the sheep, right? Mm -hmm. So no kids but goats. They don't say girl and boy. They say prince and princess, right? They don't say uh, fella or guy. They say honorable, mm. right? And it's just these different words that we putting that extra intention into our words, which allows us to to you know enhance our perception, because our words uh, influence our perception as well. So if we're looking at someone and we, we call them like, oh, this fella or oh, this guy is going to be different than if I say like honorable or my lord mm -hmm. or king or whatever uplifting term you have. It's kind of like, okay, it's neutral. You could say guy, fella is neutral, but let's get out of neutral and let's put everything. Let's overload that positivity, let's overload that uplift, uplifting, mm -hmm. right? Let's overload that side of things. And the words that we speak on a daily basis can be utilized to, to put us in that mode of, of upliftment, of taking our gratitude and our love to the next level. Mm -hmm. Like Empress, Empress, like <laughs> Dora, no, it's not, you're not my girlfriend. You know, I'm his empress, y'all. You know, <laughs> I'm his empress. It's like empress, <laughs> right? And for us, it's for our ability to say that in a. Everyone wants to be like, oh, that's my partner, right? And it's like, even if you call someone your girlfriend when you're around someone else, you're so aware of their gender neutrality or what terminology they use that you change your own terminology to suit theirs. 
right? Which, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a believer in that. I believe we must stand firm in our terminology to honor what we're putting together and what we're working for. And, you know, that's going to allow us when we're on our, on our own to say, when I am uh, mentioning Dora, to not be like my girlfriend, to be my empress. And that's going to, whoever I'm speaking to, that's going to woo, hit them in a way that's like, whoa, what? empress like mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's gonna you know let them see the level that we're at and this is the level that when you talk to her now you don't call her oh uh, this is akeem's girlfriend no you say this is his empress right and we hold people accountable and we hold people up to our standards by the words that we use and mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go and just say oh, this is my partner just to make someone else more comfortable so true i i think for me it like being aware of your words um and even in a relationship because even though it sounds funny to say like honorable or emperor or what was the other one my lord yeah my lord my lot but it's like the words that we use now are almost demeaning in a way um yeah, and so being able, like, it's hard. Yes, it's been super hard for me to change because it's different from what everyone is, like, conditioned to to use and say. But I feel like just having that awareness and, like, knowing that I'm calling Akeem something that is, like, uplifting, it's really changed the way that I look at our relationship. And there's just so much more value and so much more like appreciation for him now that I'm calling him that rather than like boo baby like how are you gonna say <laughs> like this is my my king or this is my like, yeah this is my king mm -hmm. but then you're gonna call your king baby yeah you know that off with his head <laughs> <laughs> the king will say that off with his head you know what I mean no that doesn't fly yeah. Right, so we got to be consistent. But I also even think, like, when you start to change the way that you speak, um, what was I going to say? Like, if you're, you're able to catch on to when you're speaking negatively about yourself, because when you're, when you're aware of that, then you start to say, like, hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this to myself regularly. Like, you know what I mean? So why am I speaking that way? Like, we're, I think we're so conditioned to speak in, in such a negative way that when you do realize it, it's like, whoa, <laughs> I speak horribly. So that was something like eye opening for me, um, just in like my everyday, everyday today conversations, like. There's such a negative undertone in a lot of the things that we say to each other and even to ourselves. And that was a huge, huge eye-opener for me. Yeah, when, you, when you're saying these, when you're putting that intention in your words and let's say instead of saying hello, you're saying blessed love or you're saying wholeness, mm -hmm. right? That right there is tuning you in to be in that positive mindset right from the start. So it's harder to say hello or it's harder to say 
blessed love and then say something like i hate you or like blessed love <laughs> like what are you doing here it's like when you start with blessed love it just mm. sets the tone yeah it sets the foundation when you start with hello it's like hello you know it can be so many different ways <laughs> you, you can't really say like blessed love like in a mad in way, a bad way you know but you say hello like are you even listening you know what i mean there's so many ways that they can be switched but when you put that intention of greeting someone mm -hmm. just start with the greetings that's gonna set the tone for that conversation right so when you say my lord my lord you're not gonna next thing you're gonna say is like some little demeaning thing it it's gonna be consistent with how you started off mm -hmm. right and how you act is gonna be consistent with like you have royalty in your presence mm -hmm. and that royalty is also addressing you as royalty so it's just consistent all the way around game changer huge game changer i think that would be one of the things if i was to tell anyone um if they were looking to you know change their path or change or start on this journey would be just changing the way that you speak and then seeing how your life changes from there because it's very subtle but it's super impactful i mean for me anyways but anything else you would like to share on what topic any topic <laughs> on any topic well yeah there's so much there's <laughs> i've been telling people it's really hard to like explain the feeling that like that that was experienced out in St. Lucia it's hard to put it into words because it's truly something that you just have to experience for yourself um I mean I, I hope we did the best we could <laughs> to explain where I've been where we've been for the last couple of weeks but honestly it's something that you're going to have to experience for yourself and when can they experience this for themselves? Well, I'll start by saying that I'm just grateful for everybody who put the trust in me for this first event mm -hmm. because there wasn't marketing materials. We didn't have pictures of the cottages. We didn't have testimonials. We didn't have like videos. We didn't know what kind of transportation they'd be having. So people really just put their trust in me that I was going to you know, come forth with an experience that was interesting to them, that called them. So I'm grateful for those people who put that trust into me. But this time, you know, we got a cameraman following me around, following us around. So we got it all documented. So for the next one, y'all are going to have a bunch of content, a bunch of videos to see about what went down and what it looks like, you know, all that good stuff. But the next one's going to be in the beginning of May. Still to be launched, still to be released, but just putting that in your heads right now is going to be May 2019, the second edition of the Journey Beyond Wellness Retreat. And this one is going to be, you don't even need to trust me. <laughs> you can see it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can hear from the people who are there. So now, yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful. Mm-mm-mm. All right, y'all, we're going to end on that note. Stay tuned. I will update you guys more with 
information on the retreat if you're interested in coming. You can follow Akeem on Instagram at Akimo.therapy. And you can find them on YouTube at Akeem Pierre. Yes. And you guys can follow me on Instagram, Dora underscore Kamal. That's you in got the show notes on this? description. Yeah, we're going to add some show notes. Add some show notes. <laughs> Anyways, much love. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. And until next time. Love, 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 love.